It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Ron Rivera hammers away at Jack Del Rio. The commander's defensive coordinator did what and will do what? And what do I want to see on the field as the Commanders host mandatory minicamp? That's all right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Come and join us. Our Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, everybody. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us and welcome in Commanders fans to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day where you're your daily podcast, uh, mostly daily, a little bit of a different schedule during the uh, one and a half summer months that things sort of slow down, uh, covering the Washington Commanders. They don't ever slow down, trust me. Uh, we are free and available on all platforms, and we thank you for making us your first listen and view of the day if you're watching on YouTube. Again, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980. You can find Pete Medhurst and myself there Monday through Friday in afternoon drive from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time or any time along with this show on Rewind, on the podcast, on the Odyssey app. My partner is David Harrison. He covers the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. He is off tonight. He'll rejoin me on Tuesday's live edition from Commanders Headquarters after the first mandatory minicamp practice. When we're not here, we're there, or in between, or somewhere. We're on Twitter, at DHarrison82 for David, at WrestleMania621, at L.O. Commanders. All right. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered with uh, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, since we've been last with you, and again, we're trying to sort of do a little bit of a reduced schedule here during the six weeks of June and half of July, I suppose, uh, where it's supposed to be a little quieter, but it's never quiet. In Commander's Land. As a matter of fact, it's still a smoldering inferno. Jack Del Rio has been fined $100,000 by Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders. I'm sure you probably saw this story. It was News Dump Central on Friday afternoon. More than 48 hours after Jack Del Rio had uttered the statement, uh, on Wednesday morning that David and I have covered already on previous episodes. And we told you on the last episode that Jack had apologized uh, and that as of that point, Ron Rivera had not been heard from. Well, we found out on 
Friday that apparently Rivera met with Jack Del Rio on Wednesday in some way, then flew overseas internationally for a family wedding, or uh, that was what it was believed to be. So he didn't actually apparently meet fully with Jack or met again with Jack Del Rio until Friday morning, apparently via Zoom. We know technology works now, right? So the commanders issued a statement at 2.10 Eastern time on Friday. Now, again, this is 52 hours or so after Jack Del Rio issued those statements, right? And a little less than two days after Jack Del Rio personally apologized on his Twitter. No acknowledgement from the team. No statement from the team. Nothing from Ron Rivera. Nothing from other places as well, which we'll get to. In this time, from the time that Jack Del Rio personally apologized Wednesday afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour until Friday afternoon in the 2 o'clock Eastern time hour when, again, the team came out with this statement. And here's how it read. This morning, I met with Coach Del Rio to express how disappointed I am in his comments on Wednesday. His comments do not reflect the organization's views and are extremely hurtful to our great community here in the DMV. As we saw last night in the hearings, meaning Thursday night, what happened on the Capitol on January 6, 2021, was an act of domestic terrorism. Remember, his defensive coordinator uh, in the comments that Rivera is referring to called them a dust-up. The head coach calling them domestic terrorism. A group of citizens attempted to overturn the results of a free and fair election, and as a result, lives were lost and the Capitol building was damaged. Coach Del Rio did apologize for his comments on Wednesday, which we acknowledge, uh, and he understands the distinction between the events of that dark day and peaceful protests, which are a hallmark of our democracy. He does have the right to voice his opinion as a citizen of the United States, and it most certainly is his constitutional right to do so, which is the heart of the matter for anybody defending Del Rio. Uh, that's me adding that. Um, however, words have consequences, and his words hurt a lot of people in our community. I want to end around the country and the world. I want to make it clear that our organization will not tolerate any Equivalency between those who demanded justice in the wake of George Floyd's murder and the actions of those on January 6th who sought to topple our government. After reflecting on the situation and circumstances, I have decided to find Coach Del Rio $100,000, which the team will donate to the United States Capitol Police Memorial Fund. I feel strongly after our conversation this morning, he will have a greater understanding for the impact of his language and the values that our team stands for. So that is a statement from head coach Ron Rivera. All right, so a couple of things here. My reaction to the statement is this. Ron did a good job. Whoever wrote it, with Ron, for Ron, whatever, corporate PR, doesn't matter. Ultimately, it says it's from Ron. It's sort of from Ron. I think it's from Ron. Whatever. I think it was a strongly worded message. I don't think there's any way anybody could construe anything other than Ron was upset and Ron was really disappointed in Jack Del Rio. And I say that because of the words, the way the words were spoken, and the size of the fine. Look, for those that wanted Jack fired, NAACP, 
Ed Reed, the Hall of Famer, has weighed in, saying it's not enough. For those that wanted Jack Del Rio fired, I don't think that's quite fair. Jack Del Rio's statement was as ignorant as ignorant can be, as out of touch as out of touch can be. Uh, and he absolutely, and I mean absolutely, deserves to be punished in some way, shape, or form. And that form that Ron Rivera and the commanders are choosing is no suspension, no firing, a $100,000 fine, which is, you know, pretty significant for a guy that makes around $2 million-ish, give or take, uh, per year. Jack Del Rio fined $100,000 is a fairly strong statement. Okay, the words in the statement are pretty strong. Now, what took them so long to put it all together? Again, that bothered me, but finding out that Ron Rivera had apparently taken off uh, for international travel for a pre-planned family event on Wednesday at some point, Wednesday evening, apparently, uh, that certainly complicated the timeline. There's no doubt about it. However, they could have probably figured out some way to make some sort of statement denouncing the words of Jack Del Rio on Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, Thursday night, Friday morning. Nope, it took them until Friday afternoon. Uh, of course, again, they wanted to put it all together with the decision, and that's fair, but aren't you better off denouncing the words, denouncing the statement via statement and saying, we will meet with Jack Del Rio in due time, in appropriate time, whatever the case might be. When I get back, uh, I'm, I'm traveling for a family event, whatever. You could have done that if you were Ron Rivera, football and corporate PR, and or the Washington Commanders organization. Or you could have simply put out a statement from the Washington Commanders organization. It didn't have to be from Ron Rivera. Ron could have handled it the way he chose to handle it. You could have handled it in a different way if you're President Jason Wright, if you're owner Dan Snyder and Tanya Snyder. Remember, they could have done a lot of things, and they chose to wait 52 hours to make a statement. They could have done a lot of things. They chose to do nothing until 52 hours before. Again, you depends on how you view uh, certain things. You know what's interesting? Uh, as I record this on Sunday evening, still not a word from the NFL. Nothing. Nothing on their official Twitter account about Jack Del Rio being fined, Jack Del Rio's words. Nothing. No coverage of it at all. No statement from Roger Goodell. No statement from Brian McCarthy, old NFL PR guy. Nothing. No acknowledgement, no statement, no denouncing, no nothing. Nothing from the NFL. Does that bother you like it bothers me? To me, it bothers me a whole lot. The league, which hides behind its shield, which cowers towards accountability. The league, the shield, the commissioner, the PR guy, the brand. Where are you? Why haven't we heard from you? Don't tell me we wanted to leave it in the hands of the team. You're the league. You're the dad. You're the parent. This organization, the commanders, have proven that they can't handle business the right way in almost every circumstance. And 
Certainly you can make an argument that they didn't in this particular case, as I have. Where are you? Why no acknowledgement? Why is nothing on your Twitter? Why hasn't the league come out with any kind of statement? If you don't want to say anything harsh, say we're leaving it to the team. Come out with a statement. So we know that you even acknowledge one of your defensive coordinators, one of your league employees. Yes, he works for the Washington Commanders. Commanders are part of the NFL. One of your league employees, essentially, came out and said something so ignorant, so out of touch with reality, and we haven't heard from you? Where are you, NFL? Where are you? I bet if Tom Brady had deflated a football, you'd be here. I bet if somebody else did something silly, you'd be here. But no, no, we're going to hide behind the shield. Nice job. Well done, Raj. Well done, league. Well done. Not really. That's being sarcastic and critical. That's not being complimentary. I think you can tell that by now. All right, that's an opening salvo or through or three or four. Coming up next on the Locked On Commanders podcast, Jack Del Rio did what? And what is he set to do on Tuesday? And what did somebody call Ron Rivera? All of that to come in just a moment right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But first, it is Chris Russell to tell you about our friends at Blue Nile at BlueNile.com. You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to getting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her. With the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com, no matter what you're looking for, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Commanders listeners. Get $50 off of purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships for free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace at BlueNile.com today. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Guys, the ultimate mock draft in the NBA, the ultimate NBA mock draft, starts June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA mock draft. The locked-on NBA big board draft experts plus the Odyssey insiders. First pick coming up again June 16th, ultimate NBA mock draft. And follow now so you don't miss a pick. All right, according to multiple reports, Jack Del Rio is expected to meet with Ron Rivera on Monday. So it might be after you listen to this, before, during, what have you. 
Um, before he addresses the team, presumably on Tuesday morning before practice, uh, usually they'll have a team meeting right around 8 o'clock in the auditorium, that type of thing. So I assume that's when it will come. Uh, according to, again, these reports, Nikki Javala, The Washington Post, uh, John Kime, ESPN, and others, Jack is going to meet with Ron so that they can map out what message to send to the players. Of course, you know, part of the fallout of this is, you know, a largely black team um, and what their spin and what their response to this and whether they're really upset by what Jack Del Rio said by, again, comparing the riot at the U.S. Capitol building on January 6th to the riots and the violence that came out as a result as a result of the murder of George Floyd following and during the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay, so they're going to meet. I have no idea what they're going to say, what the message is going to be, other than I'm sorry, I'm accountable. If you have a problem, if you have an issue, come and talk to me personally, individually. My door is always open, that type of thing. I can't offer you much more until we talk to Ron and see what Ron will tell us on Tuesday morning, which David again and I will both be there. Now, Jack Del Rio has also scratched his Twitter account. Thank goodness, no more at Coach Del Rio on Twitter, at least for now. Who knows if he'll bring it back. This is a smart thing. Jack, stay away from all social media. Stay away from all media, with the exception of your obligations as a defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Yes, you're an American citizen. Yes, you can say whatever you want. Yes, you can believe whatever you want. Trust me, Jack, you're not smarter than social media. Trust me, Jack, you said the wrong thing. You did the wrong thing. It's not the first time, but this was the worst time. Trust me, Jack, you're better off. You're better off not being on social media. Your life is only going to get better. And this organization is stuck right now standing by you because they can't really fire you. I mean, they could, but then they'd face a massive lawsuit uh, over, you know, freedom of speech and all that stuff. I mean, it just, just wouldn't make any sense to me. Um, I know people are calling for his firing. I understand that. Those people don't have to clean up the mess on aisle five. We do. The commanders would have to. But... Jack Del Rio not being on Twitter, it's a easy, simple, logical solution. Get rid of it. It's poison. It's cancer. You can't handle it. You can't do it correctly. So there's no need for it. What took so long? Don't know. Thank goodness somebody, somebody got to Jack Del Rio, whether it's his family, whether it's his kids, whether it's Ron, whether it was Jason Wright, whether it was Dan Snyder, Tanya Snyder, his lawyers, I don't know. Somebody got to Jack Del Rio, and he finally banged it on Saturday uh, evening, I believe, was uh, uh, the approximate time. So good stuff uh, there. All right. One more thing that we have to address, because there's so many different layers to this, and hopefully it'll start to calm down, but Ron is going to be asked questions about this on Tuesday morning, so we're going to have to ask, we're going to have to respond, he's going to get angry, and we're going to have to talk about it, quite honestly, and then hopefully we'll be able to put some of this to bed. Tucker Carlson, a host on the Fox News channel, 
The sister company, as it was pointed out on Pro Football Talk, of an NFL broadcast partner, Fox, he called Ron Rivera a quote-unquote fascist moron for finding Jack Del Rio over his comments of January 6th. I'm just going to leave that there and tell you what happened and what, I guess, the news is and what is out there in the ether space. You do whatever you want with that. I commented on it on my personal Twitter, uh, at WrestleMania621. But unlike Jack Del Rio, I actually didn't put my foot in my mouth. Now, some people didn't like it. As a matter of fact, a lot of people didn't like it. But you can check it out, at WrestleMania621. One. All right, there's more news. You want more news before we get to what I want to see on the field? We actually do sometimes, a little bit of the time, cover an NFL team. Terry McLaurin news. And it's not great. According to Nikki Javala of the Washington Post, on Sunday afternoon, McLaurin and the commanders have made some progress, but remain far apart on a long-term contract and he is not expected to attend minicamp. Now, as Nikki points out, Washington can fine him for each of the three days, and that would total up to $100,000. It's not known at this point whether they intend to do so. Certainly that will be one of the questions we'll ask Ron, and I'm sure Ron will say he hasn't made up a decision or whatever. We'll see uh, what his reaction to that. I, I mean, it's a little bit of good news, but remaining far apart and Terry not coming to minicamp. And remember, Terry was there for the early phase of OTAs, like workouts when media and stuff weren't there. But then he apparently left after the commanders drafted Jahan Dotson in the first round. Keep an eye on that part of the storyline. Is Terry not only worried about his contract and protecting his body, but also miffed that the commanders took a third-round pick in Deami Brown last year, signed Curtis Samuel to a big-money deal, and then drafted Jahan Dotson in the middle part of the first round? Keep an eye on that part of the storyline. Just saying. All right, coming up next on the Locked On Commanders podcast, we have so much. A few things I want to see during mandatory minicamp. That is straight ahead. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information. Find out all of the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup between Boston and Golden State. 2-2 heading into Game 5 on Monday night in San Francisco. Hey, the NHL Cup Final is now finally set. Tampa Bay back for a third year in a row. The Colorado Avalanche. Going to be hosting games one and two coming up later on this week. Major League Baseball and, of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA to UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, eSports, and more. I put down a couple of bucks on the Preakness, and I lost pretty bad. That was Saturday. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline when the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Commanders fans, David and I expected to be at Mandatory Minicamp Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And I suppose Thursday might not be a practice, but we're apparently going to meet with all of the position assistant coaches. Now, I don't know if that will include Jack Del Rio. I would imagine not because he spoke last week. Uh, I don't believe that will be the case, but Nate Katzer, Randy Jordan, uh, John Matzkow, uh, you know, uh, Chris Harris, uh, Steve Russ, um, you know, all of those guys. So that is still to come, and we will be uh, on boots on the ground uh, at Commander's headquarters. So a couple of things that I want to see. Uh, Carson Wentz was working on a little touchdown celebration uh, last week with one of his teammates right before red zone drills. I didn't see him break it out during the practice, but this is more important for him and this organization than normal because it shows a little bit of loosening, a little bit of comfortability, and some of maybe the problems that have haunted him in the past in Philadelphia and Indianapolis, some of the unnatural relationships, if you will. Maybe, just maybe, that is not a problem here. And all the players are saying the right thing, and they don't understand where it came from. Jonathan Allen said something similar. J.D. McKissick said something uh, similar to that. Listen, there's no pressure right now. Zero. None. Let's see what happens when there's pressure. But it is something to note, something we didn't see actually at the practice, but something they were working on quickly before the red zone drills started. Would Curtis Samuel actually be a part of the practices? Ron Rivera said he was very sorry. He had worked very hard early last week. They decided to back him down. Uh, he didn't practice on Tuesday and Wednesday. When we were there on Wednesday, we'll see if he's there. Ron Rivera expected him to be able to practice when we last talked to him. We will see if this is a thing, just like it was last offseason and last year at this time when we never really got to see Curtis Samuel. I want to see more of Jonathan Williams, number 41, the running back. I mentioned him before. Will he beat out Jared Patterson for the what would presumably be final spot behind Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, J.D. McKissick, and then maybe possibly a fourth? Or are both on the cutting room floor, on the practice squad, whatever? We're going to have to see Jonathan Williams has looked pretty impressive with the Rock and as a receiver. So I would say Jared Patterson's got his work cut out for him. Can Marcon Mitchell, a young wide receiver who actually has some NFL experience, open up some more eyes? Caught a TV bomb that we told you about on the live episode last week from Commander's Headquarters. From Taylor Heineke also climbed the ladder from Heineke on another big catch over the middle. Can he continue to open some eyes with no McLaurin, Samuel out? With Deami Brown, who knows if he'll be available after that hit from Jeremy Reeves. And certainly he wasn't for the rest of that practice. We'll see if Deami Brown is out there uh, on Tuesday. How about this? Fourth quarterback, Cole Kelly, an undrafted kid. Looks like he has a pretty live arm. Want to see a little bit more of him. I think he's 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, but he certainly looks like he's got a live arm, maybe something to work with there. And more, of course, Benjamin St. Juice in the slot uh, and overall. And also keep an eye on corner Devin Taylor. He's jumped out to me a couple of times with a couple of pass breakups. So those are some of the things that we want to keep an eye on starting Tuesday 
And again, David and I will be uh, boots on the ground, assuming that everything goes well, and then we will join you after that practice and after the press conferences, uh, right around noon, 12, 15, somewhere in that range, give or take. We will put out lots of notifications, lots of material and, and promotions and all that. We will be live, uh, and, and we'll do it again on Wednesday and probably on Thursday as well. We'll have to see how the schedule uh, works out for everything then. But that's it for now, Commanders fans. Thanks for joining us and making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and your first view today. Now make your second listen, the Locked On NFL podcast, and your second view. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from all around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Check out the Locked On NFL podcast every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Again, we'll be back on Tuesday live from Commander's Team Headquarters in Ashburn, Virginia. Make sure you check us out them. If you want to hop in, 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577, or locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Matt Hershaw on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another. Don't you dare drive like a maniac, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.